Welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street podcast. And boy, do we have a good one for you this week. Quick, but good. Nolan, we've got great news. But first, how are you? I'm great. I'm tired. This uh, this little one has been keeping me up at night, but he's uh, he's asleep right now. So oh, wow. we're good. We're good to record. We're good to get this podcast back up and running, and uh, got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. So what you're saying is, um, your little baby boy has been losing sleep just like all of us because we've been patiently awaiting, impatiently awaiting, actually tour dates it is tour date week tour date season and nolan fish has announced their 2020 summer tour let's go baby oh insert eye roll emoji now (laughs) uh no but for real the dave matthews band everybody is back for another massive summer tour um well i mean massive in I guess if you think 39 shows or whatever is massive, and we're going to talk about it. Pretty big. No, we're going to talk about it. But first, cheers, buddy. Cheers to 2020 and summer of 2020. Oh, cheers. What are you drinking over there? Oh, well, uh, mm. I am drinking a Freddie Mercury New England oh. Imperial IPA from Mickler Brewing in San Diego. And one second. It is delicious. <laughs> was not gross at all. <laughs> That's a great name, uh, and San Diego does some fantastic beers. Um, mm-hmm. Well, cheers to you, and also cheers to my wife, who is doing a sort of advent calendar countdown to my 31st birthday, which is up in one week from tomorrow, and it started Ooh. 12 days ago, so 12 days of beers. And then we're going off to Austin, Texas for some brewery hopping. And today, this is a good one. It is Founders Canadian Breakfast Stout. CBS, baby. This is the last year that they're doing CBS for quite a little while, maybe. We don't really know. But we have this chocolate coffee bourbon barrel aged with maple syrup stout at 11.6% ABV. MFers. By the end of this, I'm going to be on my face, okay? Oh, wow. You got me beat. I thought I was going to have you uh, on this one, but nope. I know. She came out swinging on the eighth day. The eighth day of beers, she came out swinging with the CBS. I mean, there is not a lot you can do to get better than that. Um, Except for maybe the first topic, which is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Right? Right, Nolan? DMB got in, right? Yeah, May 2nd. We'll be... Oh, wait, no. No, they didn't, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> mm. It was rough news for the DMB community to swallow last week when we found out DMB did not make it, despite winning the fan vote. Um, obviously, the fan vote does not count for much um, in the actual tallies, but... Mm. Apparently, it just doesn't count at all. Yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, one vote out of a thousand, one one thousandth of a, I mean, it's... It's one tenth of one vote. Yeah, 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 exactly. I guess I kind of get it. Like, you don't want to turn the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame completely into a popularity contest, but right in the end, 
being popular as a band and whole and having staying power 30 years after you were conceived basically i mean unless you were just some freak cult one hit wonder that still has thousands upon thousands millions whatever of fans then it's mm-hmm. bad but i mean it's not a bad thing that dmb got over a million votes nolan i think you had some stats that are just pretty jarring um and that the dmb fan the fan base should be very proud of so congrats to the fan base wow you guys are awesome oh yeah and i i voted quite a bit um but the the dmb fan base made an awesome push there at the end to get over a million on the final day it was kind of cool to see that updating on social media mm-hmm. but yeah dmb surpassed a million votes they had one million five thousand six hundred and fifty seven that is the second all-time in the fan vote in the uh eight years that they've been doing it uh behind bon jovi which came in <laughs> really number one yes wow. with like 1.1 million votes uh 1.16 so well, i mean it's now or never you know yeah apparently bon jovi fans are even more rabid than dmb fans um who would one other his hair right oh no one other thing to note is dmb is the only band to win the fan vote and not yep. make it into the rock hall the other fan vote winners are starting in 2012 rush kiss stevie ray vaughn and double trouble mm. chicago journey Bon Jovi and Def Leppard. Oh wow! And, and, and I mean, let's not get it twisted. All of those acts—they completely deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, and they could deserve to win the fan vote. I mean, I would put them all in for sure. Um, yeah. But <laughs> and you know we're obviously biased, but you know looking at the list from this year, and you know congratulations obviously to those that made it in. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, there's always going to be a controversy. But this was like the biggest controversy that I remember um, from a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which, I mean, it's the DMV fan base. I mean, we are just rabid for a controversy of mm-hmm. something. And, you know, it's just pretty – it was pretty incredible. We all kind of honestly expected it. Um, the band doesn't get that much great critical acclaim, I guess. No. No, they and don't. have never been, like, popular with – rolling stone and whatever so it wasn't really a surprise but it was disappointing um but nolan do you think that they will eventually get in and do you think that they'll be on the ballot next year they will 100 percent eventually get in and i would be shocked if they didn't get in next year after i mean they have all kinds of articles written the day and the day after about how DMB got hosed and their fans are incredible mm-hmm. and just how upset they must be. And like, I think it's a bad look for the rock hall to be honest. And like, I know not everyone gets in on their first try. Um, Pearl jam did, but whatever, like all these bands that won the fan vote, you know, a lot of them had been on the ballot for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a big deal for them to not get in on the first try, but they deserve to get in on the first try, especially with who they were um, nominated with. Um, and that that's the thing that's kind of confusing. And, you know, a couple stats. Uh, 
they have seven consecutive albums to debut at number one, which at the time was a record, and they overtook the Beatles in the process. Oh, and when, I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on that. And the only reason that they're not still number one at having number one consecutive albums is because Kanye West and mm-hmm. like an Eminem just can. Yeah pop out a record really quick and they do that Kanye is known for that and they're obviously just gonna pop up to number one but I mean just think about that feat you know DMB was above someone like Kanye there and a Jay-Z um and surpassed the MF and Beatles people um or tying tying them break breaking their record yeah um, yeah broke, I mean that's just broke their record you know they're the most popular band probably of all time um, just yeah. the biggest phenomenon or whatever. Uh, they didn't put out a ton of albums, and I guess DMB hasn't really either. You know, they've slowed down in their later years with the albums, but uh, yeah, I mean, great stats there, and just it's. Oh, I have def- more. Oh, oh, please. Oh, there's more. Oh, Rock Hall, we know you're listening, by the way. Yeah, they've won several awards, including Grammys, which used to mean more than they do now. Ugh. And they were also the most successful touring band in the 2000s um, from a dollar perspective. And this was a time when DMB tickets were very low. It was pretty impressive that they made the most money of any touring band in the 2000s. And, I mean, they deserve to be in. They'll get in. I think it was uh, everyone was just upset in the like heat of the moment. Oh, yeah, with that the was fan fun. vote and everything, yeah. All kinds of emotions going on on Twitter. Yeah, Shocker. And, yeah. And by the way, people telling people in the DMB community, telling others in the DMB community, why are you getting so bothered? Like, just chill, like, whatever. It was fun. Okay. It was cool to be at the top of something as the Dave Matthews band in a huge spotlight thing and have something to be like, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, we're kind of shafted here. Like, and people were talking about it. It was probably trending on Twitter, whatever the hell that means. And, you know, it was a big thing. There were articles all about it. So it was just kind of cool for the moment. No one's getting bent out of shape for weeks and months on end. It's pretty much already blown over. We've forgotten about it. And um, no, 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 no. That's what they want. That's what they want us to do. They want us to forget. No, never forget. Oh, okay. Hashtag never forget, I guess. Um, Oh, no, we will not stand for this hypocrisy from the rock hall. (laughs) Well, I love it. I mean, and, you know, this entire summer, then when we're at shows, we will be protesting outside of the shows um, before they start while we're getting drunk at the tailgate. Um, And which leads to a great segue. Summer tour 2020 is upon us or not really upon us is now in view. We have dates. We have venues. And we have opinions, Nolan, and I think it's about time to do that. But first, a quick word from the Dave Matthews Band.
segue that was courtesy of dmb throwing it back to january 26 1995 tour opener in vermont wow and uh yeah that was was cold very cold this was probably the best water into one uh that there's ever been and i will credit your guy trey anastasio for just tickling those frets. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was, that a was good stuff show for Trey. Hometown guy, first time he guested with DMB, and wow. that was actually the um, intro to the show. A little ants marching uh, from that concert, and you'll hear a little more in the outro. But first, summer tour 2020, Bruce. We've heard the rumors, and now. The dates are out. What do you think about Summer Tour 2020 and the 39 shows that DMB will be playing? Well, um, Nolan, I'm pretty excited because, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to have potentially a great announcement later on in the episode. But, yeah, um, pretty cool-looking tour. It's definitely different. You know, this year it begins on a Tuesday with a two-night stand at Mohegan Sun Arena. It's a casino up there in Connecticut. Um, Another town in Connecticut did not get a show, which we will talk about 
here soon. But the tour kicks off just two consecutive two-night stands with Mohegan in um, Deer Creek there and runs all the way up through. Uh, oh, I didn't mention the date. That's June 16th, by the way. Late start for the band. Wow. Runs, yeah. And runs all the way through September at near the end of September. Um, September 23rd, I believe, down in South Haven, Mississippi. What a way to end a tour. I mean, South Haven, Mississippi, who wouldn't <laughs> want to do that? That date is of significance. 923, September 23rd, will be the 14th anniversary of my third show, Seaville Night 2, 2006. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Trench coat guy. I hate Wolfman. Oh, Wolfman was there too. Yes. Yeah, Nolan. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty cool. You know, there's a lot of regular stops that they're hitting, regular two-night stops in there. Um, and then mm-hmm. some ones that they've missed. But why don't you rattle off the uh, two-night stands at least for us? Yeah, opening the summer with several. They go June 16, 17, Mohegan Sun up in Connecticut, which is a very nice place uh, if you're ever in Connecticut. Stop by. Noblesville, Indiana, June 19th and 20th. And then uh, two stops in Ohio, back-to-back nights, the 23rd and 24th in Cuyahoga Falls and Cincinnati, then June 26th, 27th, two nights in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, and uh, wow, there's another uh, two-nighter in the same state, 629 and 630, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Clarkston, Michigan. So June, full of two-night stands, we'll call them. And I'll stop you right there. Do you think that those two shows in Ohio and two shows in Michigan will be treated as basically a two-night stand where there will be no repeats? Um, I think Can't Stop will be played at every show, so no. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I mean, whenever the band has done Raleigh and Charlotte just in the same week, there aren't usually repeats. So Yeah, maybe a couple. Yeah, you just hope it's not the ones that you don't want to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting that they. Uh, I don't. I don't know how far apart these places are either from each other. Um, yeah, we don't have a map uh, in front of us or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, that's a cool, uh, a unique June for the band. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, in July they, well. Here's one of the omissions that we were going to talk about, but I'll go ahead and talk about it. Since they're playing Summerfest there in Milwaukee at the beginning of July, uh, no Alpine. Um, and also, you know, they're playing Northerly Island, which is the replacement for Alpine, by the way. So that they are on a every other year schedule, apparently, according to, well, Corin Capshaw, actually, who someone spoke to on the phone this week about it. And oh. that's what Corn said. So direct from the horse's mouth, they will be back in Alpine next year. Corin says wow. they will be back to Alpine. Uh, so don't worry. We will not worry. Maybe we'll check that out next year. Um, but okay. I will say if you are wanting to go see them in Chicago at Northerly Isle, it is a massive, massive uh, venue. Just We were there for my bachelor party. and Oh, so sad I missed it. I know, me too. The lawn is just outrageously uh, deep, and one of our friends got lost. We didn't even see him the entire concert. <laughs> uh, it's it's a cool place, and you can see the uh, skyline of the city and everything, but 
yeah, it was cool. It was very hot. So be prepared. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty cool. No July 4th show, at least as of right now. But then they go to SPAC uh, July 10th and 11th. Uh, two nights in Guilford, New Hampshire, July 14th and 15th. We've got Meriwether Post Pavilion, which is uh, pretty cool. Fish often plays there and that gets rave reviews. I think we talked about that last episode that they may go there. Um, yeah. Return to Syracuse, return to Raleigh, hometown for Nolan right now. Uh, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Man, and if, uh, if I hadn't moved this past year, then I would have been 15 minutes away from the venue. But wow. That was uh wish they would have played there last year. Thanks, DMB. I know. Return to Charlotte, which is always a good time. Um, Alpharetta, which people were clamoring for. Not Lakewood in Atlanta, which Nolan and I have been to. And we had a good time at Lakewood. A lot of people do not like it and don't think it's oh. in a good part of town, but and lo- really love cool. Alpharetta, so maybe that'll be better. Uh, um, they got a good show last year, too. So Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's right before West Palm, two nights at the I Think Financial Amphitheater. And I swear to God, if they change the name of this amphitheater <laughs> one more time, I'm going to lose it. It is always going to be Cruzan or Coral Sky. One of those cool names, not whatever. Yeah. I mean, this is weird. The I think. Fin- what? what? This yeah. Is dumb. So no Tampa though, leading into West Palm. Interesting. Wow. Um, no Tampa. No Jacks. No Pensacola. What? <laughs> Shout out BK again because he mentioned that yesterday. Yes, BK. They did not go to Pensacola. Smart move, Dave. Um, they have a month break though, Nolan, and come back in Vancouver, which is a beautiful city, one of my favorite cities in the world. Never been. Want to go? <laughs> yes. I mean, you should, and you will at some point. We'll probably go this year. But that leads right into the Gorge. Three-night stand, Labor Day weekend, oh, the Gorge. Baby. 9-4, 9-5, 9-6. That's September 4th, 5th, and 6th for all you guys mm. at home. And Nolan, we're planning on going, aren't we? We are. We're going to do it. And if there are any babysitters out there, please let me know. <laughs> Yes, yes. Nolan may need a babysitter. Um, personally, he may personally need a babysitter for himself because he won't be able to contain himself once he gets to the gorge. We're very excited. Uh. We're planning it right now. We're trying to make everything work, make it happen. Um, if anybody has any suggestions for us on how to make this a perfect weekend, I know that there's a ton of great advice over on antsmarching.org from everyone that has years and years of experience and tons of FAQs and just great advice but anyone else want to reach out to us uh graystreetpod at gmail.com send us an email and let us know um what you suggest for the gorge any advice we would love it but to close out the tour they have two more nights at five point amphitheater down in irvine um they do a random two-night stand at choctaw grand theater durant oklahoma which is did they name that city before or after kevin durant was uh there for the oklahoma city thunder what do you think Mm, I don't know, but I feel bad for them. <laughs> well, this is one of the places we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, but then they come back across. They skip Texas, by the way. Arkansas and end the tour in South Haven, Mississippi. And we're done with the tour September 23rd. Nolan, what is your overall thought kind of of this different tour? Um, a lot of normal stops and then some of the places they missed. Uh, what do you think? Well, uh, first, selfishly, I love that they are throwing Raleigh back into the mix. I think North Carolina needs two shows. They need to do Raleigh and Charlotte. I think 
mm-hmm. would serve them better if they did them back to back nights. Yeah, like a Friday Saturday sort of thing. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, I get the Charlotte to Alpharetta because it makes sense driving. I don't know. They should go Syracuse to Virginia Beach, then to Raleigh, then to Charlotte, then to Alpharetta, then down to West Palm. Mm-hmm. But who knows with uh, venue bookings? Oh yeah. No, I mean, I think it. I think it looks like a a pretty good tour. Um, you know, they extend later into September because of that late start in June, and I think seeing DMB in like early fall is a cool time to see him. But I mean, the big thing to me is the gorge and (laughs) obviously, and the support acts that are playing there. Uh, I mean, I texted you when I saw it immediately that this is the year because Bella Fleck and the Flecktones will be there. Robert Randolph and the family band will be there. And, we all know the legendary status of these two groups when they guest with DMB, and I want to see it at the Gorge. Oh, man. I mean, yes. And what a great move by DMB management to put this stuff out there before tickets go on sale. Normally, you have to wait. They'll say, like, Gorge supporting acts to be announced later. No, they did it day of. Now, we. Yes. I mean, this this sealed the deal. I really wish the Flectones oh, yeah. were there for two nights. That's my only gripe. Um, along with Robert Randolph, there. Um, Robert Randolph is there Saturday and Sunday night. Yeah, and Bella's there Saturday night. Uh, Bella and friends. But uh, yeah, Mavis Staples as well. Alan Stone, who I'm not as familiar with, and then Dumpsta Funk, who um, hmm. is getting some rave reviews there online. So I'm just really excited to see all of them. We're going to see as much music as we can. We're just going to take it all in. We're going to soak every ray of sunshine into our veins and yeah. fill it with just the best music we've ever seen, and hopefully we'll see some great guest spots as well. I mean, we're going to see Bella. Like If they, <laughs> if yeah. they don't, people are going to get more mad than <laughs> they were that DMB got snubbed with the Rock Hall. <laughs> It'll be a riot there at will the be Gorge. A, a riot at the Gorge. It'll be all over the news. It'll be bad. It'll be bad. Yeah, but it will be. no need to worry. It's going to happen, and I'm looking forward to, uh, obviously, to seeing Bella. We get Future Man and Victor Wooten up on mm. stage, too. Reunite with Jeff Coffin. Bring him out on 41. You know what to do. Come on. Uh, and then, man, we'll get Robert Randolph out there, too, and go nuts and kick his chair over, jamming so hard on Bayou. I know, and then he Can't fell wait. over it. It was awesome. Yeah, just don't play Smooth Rider with him and we're good. Oh my God, we, we've we talked about that before and we won't again. But yeah, looks like looks like a cool tour. There are some interesting spots. Um, you know, no Camden, no Alpine, which we talked about, no Texas, no Hartford, Connecticut, and no Colorado yeah. shows, Nolan. Um, interesting. Very interesting. And I, you think Dave was just like, <laughs> we played Spoon for you guys, see you never. Yes, that's exactly what he was like. You got he's gonna play it at the gorge. Yeah, greedy. he spooned you all. So be mm. be lucky, big or little. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> very interesting. I, I think you know some of the people in some of these states or these areas will be happy here in a few weeks. Uh, hint, hint. Um, that's 
not Gray Street Pod exclusive knowledge that's kind of floating around as well. So I think if you've been paying attention, there's some rumors for DMB at um, Austin City Limits. Also, I believe Firefly up in the northeast, which is close to Camden. Um, so I think that they're going to do that. Also, um, we it's was sort of maybe Gray Street Pod exclusive at first, but no longer. Um, if you, if you did not receive a DMB show in your area, or you feel like your 2020 summer may be lacking, fear well potentially fear not, they may be coming to your area in 2020 after all. Do not bank on this. Do not make your summer plans based on this. Do not skip a show because of this. But they may may add some shows to the end of the year, not the end of the summer tour, a different tour. Okay. But we are you saying there's going to be a fall tour? It's just, Bruce? just maybe, maybe Nolan. Okay, it's just like floating around. There are little birdies chirping. Okay, and we'll just have to see if the fall if the, tour or a winter tour. They all I can never tell what what it is anymore. Well, winter starts on December 21st, so it has to at least go past that for it to be a winter tour. Mm. But, fall slash winter tour. Yeah, there you go, and that, and that's you know that would be awesome. So we'd really love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, great, cool-looking summer tour, some unique stuff. That Oklahoma thing has brought up some um, eyebrows. Uh, $350 for any sort of reserved seating in that casino. It's only a 3,000-seat venue or a 3,000 capacity. They oh. have pit for the regular 115 or 120 price, and then all reserved is $350 per ticket, Nolan. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And people are not pleased. Only three thousand? That is intimate. Oh, it is very intimate. Maybe we should go. I mean, I love intimacy. Man, same. I've been to Oklahoma once. Uh I'll go back. My wife was born in Oklahoma, actually. I've never been to Interesting. Oklahoma. Interesting. So Wow. I went to Oklahoma with Jabari Parker one year. <laughs> That's that amazing. Is, that is my fun fact. Took a day trip to Oklahoma City with Jabari Parker. Wow. Um I'm not sure what would be cooler, that or with DMB. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people are a little bit up in arms. Shout out Jabari. Yeah, shout out to Jabari. I mean, wow, what a uh, what an interesting thing. That is a cool tidbit. <laughs> Seems to be a little bit of a trend toward maybe some smaller venues, skipping some of the summer staples. You know, is this a trend we think will continue? I don't know. Honestly, Nolan, I think it kind of depends on what Dave decides to play up there on stage. Yeah, totally agree with with that. And I think the smaller venues for DMB would be pretty cool. Um, like in if they started playing more like the venues they've been playing, Dave and Tim. Uh, like I'd like to see DMB in Nashville at Ascend Amphitheater. Yes. Instead of Bridgestone Arena, yes. that would be epic. Fish is going there this year. No, they aren't. But oh. anyways. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree. They're going to ascend. Yeah, they are. Two nights. Uh, it's midweek oh. though. It's like a Tuesday, Wednesday. Weird, but I mean that place will sell out for uh, DMB or a fish. Like it's small enough that a place will kill midweek, weekend, whatever. Um, yeah, that would that's be awesome. awesome. And yeah, I would, I would really like that. I don't really mind that, but if it makes Dave play the Stone more. Um, yeah, get pissed about it. I don't, you know, just let's hear more of the stone, but let's wrap that up. Nolan. No one makes Dave do anything. This is true. 
That's a good. Maybe Carter. Carter may be able to because he's he might. he's. I mean, he's God. So yeah, true. Um, what do you guys think of the summer tour? Where are you going? Interact with us, social media, and just shoot us a message, email, something. Like We want to hear from you. We want to know where we might be able to see you guys on tour, which brings me to my next thing. And, Nolan, this is impromptu mm. a little bit. Do it. We also want to hear from you because we are thinking about doing a little bit of merch this year for 2020. Mm-hmm. And people have been asking. People have been asking about our shirts, um, about potential stickers and things of the sort. And Ooh, yeah. we want to hear from you. I've heard about hats. Yeah. Or koozies. Just we've heard things. And mm. if you guys are interested, shoot us a message, Instagram, Facebook, uh, shoot us an email, graystreetpod at gmail.com again. Um, you know, maybe just comment on things. We're going to put a poll probably on Instagram story here sometime soon just to kind of gauge some interest there. And We'll potentially do something for you guys. And, um, you know, especially with us going to the Gorge, we'd like to have some stuff for people out there, maybe with some other shows. So just be on the lookout. We're excited for summer 2020. I know that. And, um, yes. you know, you guys just let us know kind of if you want us to do anything in particular or if you're interested. Absolutely. And, you know, also let us know which shows you'll be at because uh, we'd love to get you on the podcast too. Yes. Talk you up in the tailgate uh, in the lots. You know, let's get you on the show. Absolutely. We've got some we've got some ideas, some new ideas this year since we'll be going for a full tour. But um, you know, that's a little bit down the road. We've got something very, very close on. We're under a month until we get to hate hear Dave's voice, his guitar, and one of the best guitarists on this mother effing planet, Tim Reynolds, down in Mexico. Mm. Mexico. Starting on Valentine's Day. And ending two days later, three days later, two days later, whatever. There's three nights down in Mexico. They're coming very, very soon. Can't wait. By the way, if someone's going to be down in Mexico and y'all want to send us some reviews from the show, I don't know if we'll record again before them. We may. We may not. Um, Shoot us something. Send us an audio message. Quick minute or so. You've heard it. Um, A quick brief synopsis. Just let us know what's going on down there on the ground there in Mexico. Yeah. First off, we're jealous if you're going because... I really want to go to that one year. Um, hmm, right in the middle of hoop season is tough, but yeah. alas, uh, yeah. Contact us. Let us know how it was. We will definitely go in depth, do a deep dive on those three nights on the pod. Uh, that will probably be our next episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we will be dying to <laughs> review some music. <laughs> oh yes, and I mean, we love. Dave and Tim. Mm. It is, ooh, it's like DMB 1A, Dave and Tim 1B. It's so different, so unique, so cool. And then after that, DMB plays back to back nights. They go Vegas on February 28th and uh, Innings Fest on February 29th. And that's interesting because Innings Fest will have like a weird anniversary uh, like every year going forward. They'll be like, that day doesn't exist some years, so <laughs> yeah, crazy. Leap your, your DMB show; it'll be very, very weird. I wonder if D and if Dave and Tim or the DMB shows will experience any new music, huh? Maybe mm, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Hopefully, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I'd like that. Speaking of upcoming music, Danny Barnes, the banjo extraordinaire has a new album coming out man on fire and dave 
is the executive producer. And Bruce, I think he uh, guessed on the album as well. I think so. Seems like it, which is really cool. Dave being the executive producer on an album. Um, you know, that is something very interesting that I'm interested to hear on how his album, uh, this Man on Fire album by Danny Barnes, who is very, very good, by the way. He gets a bad rap in DMB community because of the Gorge experience, I think, about a decade ago or so, because Dave decided to play the same song from Barnes' record like over Ooh. and over every night, and people just were sick of it. Um, don't hate on the guy. That was Dave's decision, okay? That wasn't Danny Barnes' decision. Danny Barnes is extraordinary. Yeah, he ripped on Studio Cornbread. Yes, exa- exactly. Uh, he's extraordinarily talented. He's very good. Um, I'm excited for this. And to hear how Dave, what Dave does as a producer and how he sings on the album. Um, I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. how many songs he guests on per se, but that'll be very cool. We're you know, definitely interested in that. Um, I mean, he was basically the executive producer for That Girl Is You, so why not produce a whole album? Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. And uh, that will do it pretty much for this episode. <laughs> um, Nolan, yeah, we may not see you guys for a few weeks here. <laughs> if uh, Those of y'all that are going down to Mexico, please travel safely. Be safe while you're there. Have a blast. Enjoy the music. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the sand. Enjoy the beach. And enjoy a mostly, oh, my God. I mean, Nolan, he warms my heart so much. And last year on The Maker, when he guessed it, that was awesome. It wasn't enough for me. He's going to be opening, and he will probably guest with Dave and Tim. Oh, my goodness. Now I'm even more jealous. Mm. I'm even more jealous, Nolan. Get, it, get me off this episode. Like we, we need to go. I need to, uh, oh. you know, I've drank this 11.6 beer. I'm starting to feel a little bit. I can tell. <laughs> and I can tell my heart is a flower for Amos Lee guesting yes. with Dave and Tim. So in the meantime, we will be planning our gorge trip. We'll get it, be getting our ticket requests in. I already got my Raleigh requests in. Nice. Going to try and feel out the rest of the summer, but Raleigh is in the books uh, Bruce I think it's that time of the show where we pour one out for our beloved Green Bay Packers and cool. the uh, the end of their season <sighs> what a beat down what a beat down that was terrible yep and um, as their season ends this episode ends and we will end with a nice Jimmy thing from that anniversary show January 26 1995 Trey Anastasio, my guy, he's going to rip it here for you. Nolan, send us out of here with a little bit of social plug and tell everybody where they can find us. Get us to 1,000 followers on Instagram, by the way. We are so close. Thank you guys so much. We are so close. So close. Thank you guys for following and listening uh, and downloading because that takes effort too. Gmail, graystreetpod at gmail.com. Facebook, we're the Corner of Gray Street Podcast Facebook page. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Gray Street Pod. You know, we were going to have some graphics coming your way. We have started a Jiffy or Giffy channel, however you feel like saying it mm-hmm. is, I think, the correct way. Exactly. Um, so be looking on Instagram here in the near future for some stickers and GIFs that you can use and uh, also on Twitter. So, yeah, be on the lookout. Awesome. Well, Nolan's killing it with that. Um, 
He does a lot of that stuff. I do some. I do some, guys, okay? I do a little bit. Yeah. But Nolan is a savant. He's a master. Thanks, dude. And we were we are just going to continue to get better. And we're going to try to be like some of those guys at like DMB Society, who they are killing it, by the way. Um, and yeah, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking around. And hope you enjoy this Jimmy thing from 1995, 15 years ago this week. And enjoy your requests. Hope you get all that you request for. And enjoy Mexico. And we'll see you guys mm, next month on the corner of Gray Street.
Hey music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy. Enjoy.